Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. What a mighty God we serve. Somebody say glory. Can I teach today? Great. So, we will study our scriptures and we're going to pray. And I believe that God shall bless our lives as he has true. Somebody say amen. Great. You know, most at times, I, I, I realize this. I was in London over the weekend. And I realized that the average expectation of most believers were that since he's a prophet, he must tell me what I need to do to bring about solution. And that's the work of every prophet of God. But they forgot that on the other hand, it is the knowledge you carry that gives value to what you are praying to God for. So very distinct, friends. God has never given any human being what you prayed for. You might not know what happened that brought about the answer. And I'm telling you today. It's because you migrated into a realm that brought your thought patterns into alignment with the desire. Anything that doesn't touch your mind can become your property. It's hard for believers to understand that not unto they derive value from the word, his presence can't make you who you are. Am I communicating, church? So, I, I told you that we've had so many Christians who claim to be powerful just because they feel that once they go to church, they're okay with God. And the Lord says, unto the resemblance of my kind, I can't see anything with about your life. Am I communicating, church? So, it's a pity that somebody will come to church and want to come only on Fridays because they claim that they are working on Thursdays. Can I say this to you, church? The world is too busy for men. And not until you create an extra time to bring about what you deserve, the world can notice your presence. I'm telling you, friends. Oh, am I communicating here? And the world in which we live in today, if you assume that you will make it in life because of hard work, you have failed what you failed. Because there's nobody that is spearheading anything in destiny by doing hard work. Hard work does not pay, I'm telling you. You didn't get me church. Now, this is not a way to discourage you from working hard. Don't get me wrong. Now, for God to have told us that you can't serve two masters, you are either serving that off mammon or me should tell you how people are consistent in the art of work towards the devil called mammon. I'm not talking here. Hey, you can be sick and you will force to go to work. There are times you are feeling unhealthy. You will still find ways and how to get to work. There are times you are very tired but you still have to go to work. That is the service you are running onto a demon called Mammon. Yes, that demon watches over the money of men. You see the money in your hand, you're working hard for. It belongs to a spirit. 
And he has told you that in order to have pleasure with this wealth, let me show you how to work it. He, he stretches you so hard. They make sure that they make you depreciate your value by setting a man's vision. And God says, in order to receive the best of God, make sure you have times two of the service are running onto a demon called Mama. So I have problem with church members who don't come on Wednesdays because Wednesday in quote is Bible studies. Meanwhile, they need this to have to enter somewhere in life. Forget about miracles and prophecies and manifestation. I'm telling you, if we prophesy to you and you're not solid in the word, you don't have no spirit. The word clicks the spirit. The word, it will give about fortification. You need this. I'm not talking here. My elevation in ministry never came because prophesied. I'm telling you. He lives in London. He will tell you what it, what it means to have 200 members come to a program on a Wednesday in London. 200 people. Wednesday in London. I guess you also know the picture. It was the man. Apostle Emmanuel doesn't do any flamboyant ministry whereby he will bring about LED screens. Nothing. Even microphones, everything. I had to be shouting on top of it. People were in the room waiting for me. And what touched them was the man of God. The word came with so much precision. It, it touched my soul. Now, how many people are talking about prophesy to? I told you before that the surest word of prophecy a man deserves in his life is the knowledge of God's word. There is a responsibility dimension to God's intimacy with a man. It's called meditation. I'm not teaching here. Believers are so busy. We are so lazy. No time for Bible study. No time for prayer. Nothing. A man told me, man of God, how is it that you are able to descend so deep to tell us what people think of ourselves without you not praying? And I told them, you have been taught to believe that once you close your eyes and you face the corner, you are praying. That's also prayer. But daily devotion with the Holy Spirit is also prayer. Once I'm hearing God and I'm speaking back to God, prayer has started. Prayer is a dialogue between man and God. So I can, I can be holding my iPad, studying the scripture. And then God will now tell me what inspired holy men to write that scripture. It is prayer. You were created to live in the communion of God. That's, that's your life. So just as the way you feel, you feel important by bearing expensive, buying expensive attire, God is telling you that you also feel, you become more valuable when you make his presence your priority. So it is God that entertains me. Nothing else. When the post said, when he began ministry, God told him that try and find a machine that can get all the, the coat of Jesus Christ. So he says from Matthew chapter 1 to Revelation the ending, he woke up every morning, afternoon, evening, hearing the words of Jesus in his ears. He, 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 he can't sing, so he has to pay works, I mean, to sing for him in the church. He, he, can't, he can't listen to news, if that makes sense. He, he told them he has no business in the world. This world is only a pilgrim. He's going through here. He, his life is God. He said he would have been shocked if what is happening today didn't happen at all. Don't just wake up one day and fight men for what they do. Look at their dividends. 
Those who don't do Bible study, they are good gossipers. You must find something to entertain yourself. Just imagine you call a friend and the first and said, Let's discuss Bible here. Don't gossip. Don't gossip. We are, we, are, we, are, we are not paying bills for invasion. And when my friends call me, bros, how do you do it? How are you doing? Tell us. The consistency, the passion, tell us. How do you do it? So tell us. There is something you are doing we don't know. Teach us. Am I communicating? A friend of mine in the state as a prophet of God. I'm sending you money to pay your hotel bill in London. I said, I didn't pay for it. The church said, no, you just take it. He says, once you are done accepting the money, I'll tell you why. I was there when he sent me a picture of him with a famous man of God. The famous preacher has been a healing ministry for 45 years and said, God told him that for this particular sickness, he shouldn't pray for, my friend should pray for this person. Just imagine my dad. My dad has been preaching since infancy. And God tells him that for this particular church or this message, you don't preach. Let your son Benjamin do it. Now, if God doesn't give you confidence, you will lose it. Because you'll be shaken. Just imagine me standing close to Benjamin. And I tell him to preach mysteries. What will I say? The man lives in the Bible. <laughs> he recently followed one of his kids to go back to Nazara. And we're playing Rihanna songs. He closed his ears. He said he's too anointed to hear those songs. He's too anointed. He came back and fasted for two days dry. He says he wants to consecrate himself again. Just because he went among those who are just playing. No, there are people, they live in the presence. They, they've made God their heritage. I'm, I'm not here. Everything about God is their business. I told you before on Zoom that when you make the project of God your life, he makes your life his business. God can privatize men to make men like God before people. I'm telling you. My friend went, pray for this person. The person began to walk. He called and said, I send that seed because what I'm enjoying today, you give me that prophecy. And I wanted to key into that. God wants to make you a well whereby men will draw strength from you. I'm not talking here. It's that time whereby people must develop passion for the word. It's important to pray. Be a lover of the word. Papa, how do I study my Bible? Number one, you just can't study the scripture from Genesis. You will break your neck. And be honest here, friends. You look at yourself spiritually. You weigh yourself spiritually. Probably you are just a, you're a new convert. Start from 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. They speak of the life that God has given unto the church. When you come into him as a new person. Am I communicating? When you are done studying that, what do you do? You now read that of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. These are the synoptic gospels. They speak of the life of Christ. Once you are done studying that, you now understand the epistles that Paul wrote to the churches. The church then has got nothing to do with the building by the character of the people. Once you read the letters of Paul, you will find your own weakness in that quotation. Am I communicating? When you are done, 
you read the letters that apostles wrote to themselves. So you read that of James, if that makes sense. It's how to build yourself in the faith of God. You want to start reading the Old Testament? What do you know? You want to read Genesis? And then you bring a car of 32 inches. You can't. You understand. Whenever we tell people meditation, you Okay, so you realize that one of the reasons why God made Mary Magdalene powerful is because of meditation. How? The Bible says that when Christ died, after three days, he gave a promise that he will arise. When the disciples went, they said the tomb was opened. It was empty. Right. So they left and said he was no more here. The Bible says when Mary went there, the Bible says she kept looking. She kept staring. Until angels came and said, what are you doing here? What are you looking for? He's no more here. Before the angels end their statement, Christ came and appeared. And he almost, she almost touched Christ. Now, the idea of getting to see what lies in between that thing is called meditation. Staying to hear what God has said. Where have I hidden in my heart? Am I communicating? Or am I teaching friends? This has been the number one problem of end time Christians. Yes. Because we, we are too busy for things that have no life and no meaning. We are too busy for that. You, you will be shocked with the kind of things you produce in the shortest possible time when you prioritize the place of wisdom and knowledge. The Lord told me that learning does not teach understanding. God told me that when you learn, it doesn't teach you how to understand things. Conviction does. I'll break it up for you now. The Lord says, never assume that learning gives about understanding. Conviction does. Now, are you aware I can teach you a thing? Not until you are willing to understand the principle that brings what I've taught into reality. You know what is that? The proof of understanding the life you begat after that. When there's no life that serves as an attestation to what you've learned, it means understanding does not find you. So learning does not teach understanding. Conviction does. I'm giving powerful nuggets here. They won't come to church and listen to this don't come. Wednesday to do come very late. When they come, I'll be now leading prayers to them and do prophesy. So the only is that the prophets can prophesy. Some of the reasons why people come to me here, it's because you don't know what God has said in the scripture concerning your own case. It's easier to remind God to give you what you want when you can remind him with what he has said. The best way for a man to do anything through God is to get God to say something. I'm telling you. How am I communicating? You want to live long life. What has the Bible said? Psalm 91, the verse number 16. With long life will I, the Lord, satisfy you with it. It's funny. It's funny how people want to rush to get quick solutions. God says build knowledge that best about intimacy. Am I teaching your friends? That is why we try our best to record our message on podcast so people can gain understanding. You, you don't know what understanding does to a man. I'm telling you, friends. It teaches a lot. 
Oh, praise God. Can I say this here? There is no way in this life of yours you are going to showcase something you don't think of. I'm telling you. When you realize that people have become unfaithful in how they work with people, that is the mindset they carry. The mind of a man can't be different from a man's lifestyle. You actually portray what you think of. So God says, just as a man thinketh, so he is. And be honest, there was never, my program in London, I didn't prepare a sermon. The message I preached in London was, these are old messages, I prepared them three years ago. I checked the team on the flyer the day I was about to preach. I said, ah, restoration. <laughs> it wasn't like, I, it was a day, okay, when I stood at prof, we'll come pick. I said, let me check the team flyer again. And I, I didn't prepare a message. Steady until the word becomes part of your life. <laughs> Am I communicating, Judge? Yes. It was the scripture that made me understand that a man can sit in where he lives and then enter everywhere in the world, whereby the nations will come to your understanding. Yes. You know, let me say this to you. Every territory is being governed by spirit. And in order to have power over a spirit, you need to know more than what the spirit knows. Possible. Oh, Paul said we will judge angels. Oh, you, you don't know. Uh, somebody lived in this country, became rich. It's possible to understand the wealth dimension that brings about honor in this country. I'm telling you, friends. Let me say this here. When I teach you, I, I bless friends. How many of you know what we call Grammy Awards. We all know Grammy Awards, right? Thank you. Okay. You know, it's like a board of, I don't know, entertainment group that awards people for the work they do. Either by, is a movie or then songs, right? Or just songs. Entertainment. Thanks for art, everything. Now, when we select you and we give an award in Grammy, like worldwide, you are like, you know, a beast champion. Now, <laughs> if I'm to tell you how much they spend in making that happen, you'll be shocked. Okay. You see, when COVID came, they had this vaccine called the Pfizer. Okay. So you realize that Pfizer sponsored the whole thing about Grammy. So all those worldly artists that came to sing there, some charge $50 million, $20 million. Pfizer sponsored all that. They didn't seek partnership from anybody. The company sponsored that. These people are not Christians. They don't speak in tongues. They could give somebody $50 million. Don't tell me it is worldly pleasure. Because the name of God is very strong. It takes money to lift it up. Give me. Hmm. I'm going somewhere. Now, you realize that the enemy is doing so much to constitute a governance through media, whereby uncompromisingly were aligned to what you've said. I'm telling you. You see, everything shows Christ is coming soon. 
So look at the earthquake in Turkey. So there were no Christians among them. So God couldn't. I, I let one footballer died. And they said he was taking care of the sick. So God should have looked <laughs> at his good deeds to see him. And I said, God didn't say that he saves you by doing good. There is no scripture in the Bible that defends that. Doing good saves your integrity. It saves your prosperity. It doesn't give you intimacy with the Father. When I extend a helping hand, it doesn't end me a good name before the Lord. Because evil men do wicked. And they do good too. So he's a good man because he took up the poor. No, you can still be evil to do the same thing. I gave a little prophecy in my church in Germany about how a, a headmaster gave her something to eat and then she took, I mean, took the stuff from her. And I called the school, that's complex school. And she began to cry, I said, it's true. I went to that school. Back to our statement, friends. You need to understand how God wants us to live by. So you wouldn't judge life based on the things you go through. I'm not talking here. Once you understand why life came into order, you will give reverence to everything that God gives you. Praise God. The Lord wants the bond between him and us to be like a husband and a wife. A wife wouldn't cheat on the husband because the husband has left. Even if you do that in the absence of the man, your conscience will judge you. Do you know why? Because you have vowed to partner with the spirit. Oh, am I communicating, friends? When you stay with the word, it will give you what you deserve. I'm telling you, friends. So we, we will never stop teaching God's word. I'm not teaching you. We will never stop it. I, I need to teach you to understand this. You, you must move in such a realm that you command things with ease. It's possible. It's possible. When I told myself I'll be feeling sitting when I was 16 years old, and the word happened after nine years, the word doesn't die. The word watches you grow. It, it watches you grow. So it, it defends your cause before men. The word is life. May God help us. Prayer. So you are here as a couple. Learn to do devotion in your house. Let me finish with today. Hebrews 11. Sorry. Hebrews 11. Let me finish with today. If not, I, can, I don't think I'll finish with again. So I can talk about the piece of character on Friday. Somebody say amen. Okay. Everybody believes that whenever you go before the Lord in a place of prayer, he will give you what you pray for. Peter made us understand that when your faith in God is incomplete, it will be conceived and considered as though a man is unrighteous. When a man is faithless, according to the order of divinity, you have no life. Because the dimension of life that God has extended to a man through intimacy is called faith. Jesus said that when he returns in his glory, would he find such people with such faith? So in God's return, his, his, his main motive is to find men with the faith. I made you understand that faith in God has got nothing to do with what you possess when you pray for something. 
It's got to do with what you've done when you pray for something. Get the defense well. When you pray unto God, asking God for something, it is not the belief that God will give you an answer matters. As important as it is, what matters the most is getting to know what God wants you to do in the course of the prayer. Because a proof that God has heard your prayer is his response in telling you what you must do. So there are many believers today, they believed God for the wrong dimensions. They believe God for the wrong purposes. Or because they thought that God must make, must, must, must understand what they've done. And God says, no, until you do what pleases me, my presence cannot find you. That's faith. So I told you that any action you take, you take based on God's integrity, it is faith. Any act of obedience you live by in honor of God's spoken word is faith. When God speaks and you now do what he has asked you to do, that act is called faith. So God says, whatever you are praying to God for that hasn't appeared in reality, it's also a life on its own in a spiritual realm. I'm not teaching you. Shalom, come here. Give me your phone, please. So, Sharon has, please stand here for me. Thank you. So, Sharon has prayed unto God that she wants an iPhone. Is it iPhone 12 or 13? 11. Okay. So, Lady Sharon here has seen iPhone 11 in her vision. Now, don't forget that God can't lie to her, if that makes sense. The fact that what she's believing God for has appeared in the dream is to tell her that what she wants has come to her, but it can't find her present state until she aligns what she wants with the path she has to live by. So that underlining character that brings into reverence what God has said is called faith. So many of you believe that God will answer you, but what did God tell you to do? Mary said, son, the wine here is finished. It says, whatever he tells you to do, do it. She knew that the son could turn water into wine. But in order to appease the son, to bring into order what she has seen in the spirit, do what he says. <laughs> she knew that if he told the son that turn the water to wine, and there's no instruction tied to the request, it can't happen. She knew. No wonder she carried Jesus. No wonder. No wonder. No, no, it, when, when people didn't know faith, she knew faith. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. Just imagine an angel appearing to you, saying you will carry in your womb a son that will be called He will change the world. He says, what, 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 what do I do? Nah. There is always a responsibility dimension to God's instruction. There should always be that doing action, that's what God has said. It's called faith. Hey, can I say this here? Your life is dependent on the size of your feet. Now, God says that if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you can command a mountain to enter into the sea, it will enter. Now, God said a mountain, and he says you can use a smaller seed called a mustard seed. In other words, in other words, the antidote to a bigger mountain is a smaller seed. So any trouble in your life, you can't overturn it because you haven't found the faith for it. You didn't get me? If, if a mountain is so big that you only take a small seed, how big is your problem that faith can't solve? You didn't get me? God says you can't. Joshua commanded the son to stand still. 
he, meaning the level of the faith he had was so big that the son could listen to him. It wasn't just the fact he spoke that brought into order. An action was obeyed that made God give him that power to speak to nature. <laughs> Say fit. I made you understand that in this life of yours, you must desire for a miracle. I might be honest here. You must desire for a breakthrough. You must also testify. Because a proof you have met God is a life that has been changed. If your yesterday looks better than your today, you are living a miserable life. Because according to God's pattern, men must grow in grace. There is a place called process whereby sometimes your yesterday looks better than your today. But that place, God must even give you hope in that statement. If there hasn't been any hope given to you in that place of yours, then you are actually fighting defeat. Am I teaching you? So I told you, you can never in life, stand up please, thank you. You can never have an increased faith until you are knowledgeable about what you are going through in this life of yours. It takes light to quench darkness. Am I communicating? What did I say? It takes light to quench what? Darkness. The Bible says when Christ wanted to make the world, the Bible says darkness had filled the entire earth. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. So God says every trouble that brings you dishonor is called darkness. Once a man begins to operate in the faith realm, it is God operating by. The Bible says, by faith, the world was framed by the words of God. The Bible says you were created in his image. In other words, once you operate in faith, you operate as God. So you have the power to make and unmake. Things that shouldn't happen, you have the power to make it happen. Am I communicating, church? Yes, sir. So, I think, I think, not until you have the right knowledge that gives you confidence to speak against your present pain, that pain will always scare you. There are people, they have fear for no reason. Fear has entangled their heart. They are scared. When God wants to push them higher, that, that inability to look at their future gloriously has killed them. All because they don't have any knowledge about their case. I, it's easier for God to solve your case if you can remind God how you solve the case of others. No trouble is new. Every trouble is old. There's nothing like new troubles in life. Is it death? Somebody has died before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it might be new to you because it hasn't happened to you. Not new to the world. So it takes what? Light. It takes what? Light. It takes what? Light. Praise God, church. Number two. I need to understand this in life. That when God is taking you through a process in this life of yours, you must understand the place of patience. Impatience 
has led to the abortion of many expectations. When a man is impatient, you give the devil charge over your life and destiny. God can give a man speed, but God is not in a rush. Get the difference. God can give a man speed, but God is not in what? A rush. God has the power and the might of fast forwarding things about your life. But there has to be a track record of how faithful you have served him. If not, he can't give you in haste what you want now. It can happen. God does not live in time. Time is a tool of his execution. If that makes sense, friends. So God would have to let you go through time so time can judge your character. The Lord told me that every promise that has the face of a man never finds a man until life has a test of character. What you must live by in this kingdom of yours would have to find you. Every spoken word called virtue that God has asked us to live by has the power to not authority on God's behalf. I'm not teaching you. My words are very deep. <laughs> so friends, understand the place of what? Patience. Things are tough. Somebody, just learn to be in your own lane. There's this man of God, God forgive me language. He, 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 I, I, he's very good. But I realize that he has opened himself up to a wrong doctrine. That is making him think he's still making progress in life. He said that years ago he could feel like a thousand star hall. And he still felt that he had to have some things in his church to be called a successful church until God told them that progress in me is not about your movement, but what he tells you to live by. When he says sit here and others are running, sit. When he says stand and others are sitting, stand. How long you stand is how long you progress in this house of yours. You didn't hear me. Ah, you think people wake up and they break through like that? Success is not cheap. <laughs> I'm not talking here. Every form of dimension a man possesses that brings him in order of admiration is something that an easy life can't produce. You have to go through something whereby at the end you lose your pride for humanity and only accept what God has spoken to you about. When you're impatient, life will give you troubles. Hey, life has never hidden a man's consequence. This life. Make mistakes and see. Life will teach you life. <laughs> life can be very good. It can be very wicked too. <laughs> Praise God. Obama, come here. I'm a teacher, friends. We'll soon pray time is up. Okay. Now, go on top of the altar for me. Stay. Good. Now, walk down. Now, you realize that the guy wasn't looking at the staircase. If that makes sense. Now, he has this in his mind that he can't jump these steps because between the ground and the altar, he needs to work on something. He wouldn't say because prophet is anointed. So even if I miss a staircase, angels will hold me. Try and see. Oh, I'm not teaching you. 
Oh, we, we all use a second. Let's keep providing him as a prophet. He's, he's very powerful. Try and throw yourself and see if angels will hold you. Even Jesus, the devil says, angels will hold you. He didn't even try. And you that came from. <laughs> Somebody say, Fire. <laughs> Am I communicating? So, this is teaching us life and its principles. There are consequences to every law you violate. So God says, wait patiently. It pays to wait. It is painful, but it pays to wait. But I'm aging. It pays to wait. It pays to wait. That's, that story will make sense to one, not to D. It pays to wait. I told you when we started this ministry, where many around this altar, where's Richmond? Tell me on my own. Okay. Oh my Where many around this altar, Daddy, daddy has an apostolic heart. He's a shepherd. Hey! Daddy will give us mind to preach. So it's either every Tuesday or Friday, one of the days. Ten by, thank you, ten by ten. <laughs> ah, you were here then? Hey, hey you have been, you have, you have, you have been found. Wow! <laughs> God is good. You around this place. You know, and some felt that what will give them reverence in life has got to do with how they possess themselves before people. And God's ministry has got nothing to do with process. How you're able to speak before men, it has, no, it has nothing with that. There are people, they are stammers, but they hear God faster. Moses couldn't speak, God gave him order. He makes a statement and people sit down. For years, God told me to fast. I didn't know why. It makes sense now. The last time I was stood by my sons in Germany, I, I had one lady did service and there was a strong move in the room. And the things she prophesied about when I came, I said about the same thing. The spirit is one. I'm not here. There is pressure on the streets. But that pressure on the street has no honor. It brings you disgrace. I'm telling you. Am I complicated? I, I was in this city when I gave prophecy about COVID. God told me, now that you are preaching on social media and you're exposing the enemy's plot, demons will come after you. But they will come after the good you have done for people. But stay strong and don't be worried. When God says stay strong, it means stay strong because you would want to find every reason to give up on God. It was in this COVID season when I knew that in this life you can pray for somebody, but the person you're praying for is coming for protection for their evil deeds. Once they are satisfied with their act, they will go back and fight you big time. It was during COVID and I knew that members has got nothing to do with numbers. You can be many and only if you have your heart. Yes. Jeff, it was during COVID I knew that you can work with many and still have none of them at heart. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Sit down, eh? Let me preach. 
Say patience. Number two. Tell me number three. You can never have an increased faith in this life of yours if you don't confess what you want to see. The Lord told these people to open up their mouth and say whatever they want to have and he the Lord shall fill it up. There's power in speech. You create realities of the spirit by speaking at this one scene. Am I communicating? Everything God wanted to bring into order, he spoke. What has God said? In fact, we tell a man's value and a man's worth based on the stretch of words. You can't speak carelessly. Any human being that has no command over his speech has no command over life. Life gives honor to men that have power over speech. The idea where people think they can talk careless is a foolish lifetime. As for me, I'll talk my mind and be free. Only foolish men talk like that. I'm telling you. Say your mind and be free. Talk anyhow. There are moments in the spirit where Christ will speak in parables to people and will say it meaning to the disciples. He understood time, he understood place. Yeah, he had a balance. Some people, eh, they have never spoken positively. Whenever you work with people and all they say is, I hope that this will go well, don't work with them. They will kill your feet. Work with people that will bring into order things which are unseen. I'm telling you. You are, you, you, you are doing a project with a friend and they can't encourage you from God's perspective. Yes. They, they, would, they will fight you when you go high. Oh, am I communicating, church? <laughs> ah, Mama, do you have bread with you? Bread or biscuits? Give me one, please. Since you have the baby here, oh, oh brother. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'll do the example now. Let us say amen. Great. You know these children, eh, once they are growing, they see their mothers as their friends. Somebody say fire. Okay. Now, the Bible never said when Christ commanded the bread, it came out at 5,000. If the lost were three, he took three up and brought three down and said, share. Once they began to share, it became 5,000. <laughs> you didn't get me. The Bible never said when he took the bread up and said, Father, I thank you and break your bread. It didn't come out at 5,000. He says, what I have broken, begin to share. Now, it took boldness to say, share what you have in your hand. But in him, he had already first 5,000. That same bread he took, he gave to one person. Wait, please. And now, once the person holds it in his hand, it now turns into another bread. He says, pass the one I give you like that. You know why? Because he spoke these things into existence. Eh? You can only have power over what you want to have based on the things you see. So evil men can't conduct operation without speech. You shouldn't feel sorry for saying a millionaire. Am I communicating? Somebody says you're a rich person and you, 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 you are saying sorry. No, <laughs> no am I communicating? 
I mean, you call yourself an anointed man of God and then people said you are proud. Yes, that's them. <laughs> oh, praise God. Speak what you want to receive and what you want to come looking for you. I bless friends. Number four, you can never have an increased faith in life if you don't meditate on the things you have said. If what you have said will come to pass, meditate on the things you have spoken about. Once you begin to meditate on the things you have spoken about, God will teach you the principles you have to live by that brings into order what you desire. Am I communicating? <laughs> Am I communicating, please? A guy called me from USA. He's on a platform. I think you all know him. He's an SDA guy. You know, Adventists, they don't believe in this thing. Holy Ghost. Ah, one could be that. One could be that. And look school. Where is the me? Can I collect? My mom was part of them and then God saved them. God bless you. God bless you, child of God. <laughs> You know, I only get it here in the church. It's not Jesus and Mary. When I go to the house, it's not Mary and Jesus. Not Jesus and Mary. I can get missing for three days. I'll see I went about my father's business. Somebody's fine. Oh, God is good. So, friends, you know, once you begin to meditate on the spoken words, the Lord will give you the things you ought to live by that brings what you're saying to pass. Oh, am I right? There is a life you must live that brings into honor what you said. Rich, have you ever seen a rich man talking anyhow? They, they govern their words with honor. Mama, give me a pen, please. Just imagine a rich man enters into bank. So forth. And the rich man has no pen. And he wants to sign a check. And he says, I'm looking for someone to give me his pen. You know that once he's done signing the check at the counter, the pen wouldn't come to you like that. It comes with a token. That is life. I want you to know that your words are like pen. And once it enters into the hand of the creator, it doesn't come out to you like that. It comes with something. That's the meaning. So, I want you to declare what you want to see in your life. Once you begin to meditate on the spoken word, number five, you must understand the power of prayer. About life is tough, pray. Things are hard, pray. Things are getting more difficult, pray the more. About, I, I, I want to give up now, pray now. Am I teaching you? Friends, hear me clearly. Oh. Jesus did not hide his weakness from mankind. At a point, he said, My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? He understood there was a covenant between him and the maker. And the only prayer could give him strength. There are dimensions in God you can't enter until you pray. There are things you can only experience as a believer when you pray. 
Things don't happen because people wish for them. I, I love the way you guys pray and join prayer online meetings. It's very powerful. Make sure you have a personal prayer life. What you see the man of God do on the altar has got to do with how he sees God, not how you see him. Your presence in his ministry is only a testament of how he has been with God. That gives one by view. Let you pray yourself, church. Am I communicating? Now, after I'm praying, number six, I understand the power of thanksgiving. Every miracle that God brought about was better through thanksgiving. I will enter into his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. And I will enter into his court with praise. Once you are done asking God for what you want, thank God for what he has done. Don't thank him knowing he will do it. Thank him knowing it has been done. So after I'm done praying for you concerning sickness, you don't see I'll be healed. You see I am healed. You bring about multiplication in your life when you thank him the more. Develop the heart of praise. That was David's secret. No matter the storm, no matter the trouble, no matter the pain, he gave God thanks. Bishop Wedefu said that when his wife was bleeding, when doctor said she had miscarried their first child, he said God told him he wouldn't bury any child so that baby can't die and asked the wife to give me the food. Now, I thought the man is very rude. Your wife is in pains. Blood is coming. And are telling me that God would heal you. So serve me the food now. The woman said after nine months, that blood that was flowing came as a human being. Thank you so much. It doesn't make sense, friends. No, you can turn your pain into praise and watch what happened to you. Worship is not sunk, it's the push of the heart. Or am I communicating, friends? That is why you must desire to have the heart of a worshiper. Praise God. Listen to gospel songs too. Don't listen to songs that your countrymen sang. In the name of these songs, they have wisdom. They cannot see how they ended. Ah, Singing her life, singing how they end. Some men having cancer. And they are gospel, no? It's got nothing to do with how God, the wisdom. Think worldly wisdom will profit you. <laughs> One popular artist in Ghana began to sing these songs. Before he realized, he came down to nothing. Now, it's okay for him to affiliate with people that sing secular music. Thanks give us a weapon. Whatever you can't pray about through tears, thank God through that. You know, once you begin to thank God, eh, you bring his presence. Prayer will move God's hand. Worship will move God's heart. Am I communicating, church? 
So learn to be what? Shepherd. Somebody say amen. My last point. I bless friends. Clap your hands for Jesus. Mama, please. Oh yeah, take this. Thank you so much. Somebody say amen. God is good. My last point. You can never, sorry, have this. Thank you, Ma. You can never have an increased faith until the Lord continually instructs you on what to do. We increase faith through obedience to godly instructions. Once you're going through tough times, listen to hear what God has said. It is the understanding of what God has said that brings into order his promise. I'm telling you. Don't ever think that God will be quiet in the place of pain. He actually even speaks more in pain than in abundance. Because it is the failure we go through in life that preserves us in success. I'm not friends. Success in this kingdom is only a one-third of our track record. One day, I'll teach you on the place of legacy in the spirit. And we get to know that life is bigger than we think it is. Just don't say God knows my heart. Do what he tells you. I bless friends. So I don't think I'll come back to faith again. We're done with faith. Somebody say amen. If God permit, on Friday, I'll teach you on the path of integrity and character. Since God gave us that team for the month of February, on Saturday, we're going to pray. Let us say amen. And God give us a way through. Please bring your feet to church. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminforger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Forger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Forger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Forger. And on website is www.benjaminforger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. The vision, the mission, the passion.